Welcome to the Canicook Podcast. It's the most wonderful time of the year, and we're taking a break from our usual focus on family, leadership, marriage, and spiritual growth to do a mini-series on Advent. If you're new here, welcome. You've picked a great time to jump in. Over these four weeks, we're focusing on faith, hope, love, and peace. This content is great for any age during the holiday season, and we hope it helps you focus on what Christmas should really be about, the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's hop into week one to talk about hope. Welcome to the Canacuck Podcast. My name is Shay Robbins, and I'm here with my teammate, co-host, and Santa's little helper, Joe White. (laughs) Santa's little helper? Where'd you get that? I made it up. I thought it was funny when I wrote it down. Well, in my house, I am Santa's little helper because Debbie Joe pretty much is Santa. So that's right. I help. Come along, little helper. Um, Joe, we welcome the Canacuck podcast listeners to our Christmas Advent series. Over the next four weeks, we're going to celebrate the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Each week, we'll release a new Advent series episode leading up to that special day. And believe it or not, Joe doesn't know this, but I have a little surprise for you. It's an early Christmas gift. Oh. For Santa's little helper. Oh. Now, here's the deal, Joe. Um, I feel like there's something within the Christmas tradition that we need to rectify. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of Christmas cookies and, yes, you know, the classic Christmas cookies, the snowman. Sugar cookies. You yeah, the out. sugar cookies. Yeah. You have snowmen, you have Christmas trees, sometimes you have jingle bells. Yeah. But what is missing is Christmas blob cookies. And, uh, yeah, the blob is a staple at Canicut Camps. And I feel like the blob cookie no. is, is going to take the nation wow. this Christmas. And I, I made some, some blob Those cookies for you. Those are incredibly gorgeous. Yeah, did, I'm going to step away from you, the mic and bring these hey, over to you, Joe. You did, you did not make a blob cookie no, yourself. No, I didn't make it, but I had friends make it. Did but, Ashley yeah. do that? No. Uh, Those that are was, um, gorgeous. Yeah, that was our... A Canicut blob yeah, cookie. Wow. You uh, people, you need to. Uh, I don't know if you can mail these Shay, or not, but these these going to be the uh, crave of every yeah. creative mom. You, you watch our Canicuck Instagram. We got a picture of these blob this cookies. This is and really cute. We want you to join the revolution. <laughs> the blob join cookies. The yeah. Thank you, Shay. Um, these are adorable. So, Joe, I want to ask you a question. <laughs> I think all the the uh, listeners will be interested. Share with us what some of your, or let's just say, one of your favorite Christmas memories. Shay, I, without a doubt, uh, f- favorite Christmas memory uh, is uh, the um, time that I was getting ready for my wedding with Debbie Joe. Without a doubt, our our m- wedding was uh, <laughs> December thirtieth. I'm almost positive. <laughs> it's been a while ago, Don't tell right? Tell my wife I'm dragging. It's, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's 30th. Anyway. Don't worry. Uh, Debbie Joe doesn't listen to your podcast I know, it was anyway. It's 30th or 31st. 30th. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, I, I forgot one anniversary, folks. Don't, don't, don't do that. Um, but, but it, we were in Scottsdale, Arizona, and Shay, I was going to marry the most amazing girl in the whole wide world. And oh my, I was, I was beyond. Uh, I was out of my mind excited. I, I would, you know, I've always told people Debbie Joe's like NFL. I'm like D3. You know, she is so far out of my league that I'm, you know, I don't even have a chance. But, but anyway, somehow, you know, God stole her heart and gave it to me, uh, and 
I can't, you know, I've been with that sweet girl now uh, 50 years since I met her, and 47 of those years we've been married. Um, and I, I still feel like the luckiest guy in the whole wide world. In fact, more love and more uh, blessings. And I'm, I'm more uh, everything you want to be more of for my wife <laughs> that you can be. I'm more of uh, to this day. What a Christmas gift. The gift that keeps on giving, Joe. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Debbie Joe White, the queen. Um, well, as, as I mentioned, over the next four weeks, we are going to celebrate the Advent series uh, by walking through four powerful words uh, from our Christian faith, hope, love, joy, and peace. And each week we'll start with a scripture. And, and this week we're talking about hope. And so I'm going to read a scripture from Isaiah chapter 9, and I'm going to hand it off to Joe to share just some things that God has put on his heart in regard to hope for you this season. Isaiah chapter 9, the people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, a light will shine on them. You will multiply the nation. You will increase their joy. They will rejoice in your presence as with the joy of the harvest, as people rejoice when they divide the spoils. For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, and Prince of Peace. Shay, I, I want to recover, as we talk about hope, uh, I want to recover on my earlier uh, blunder about our anniversary. The reason I was, I had the 31st in my mind, it was two years uh, after we were married, two years plus one day that our first little girl was born, and I would have to couple those two together as my favorite Christmas memory because uh, that little girl, my oldest daughter, uh, we, we, we call her Jamie Jo, is, uh, is one of the reasons, one of four reasons besides Debbie Jo, that, that your theme is perfect today, Hope Still Stands, uh, because there, you know, in spite of the fact, I, I suppose that some of our listeners know that I've had uh, four amputations in the last two years. <laughs> you probably wouldn't believe you could have four, but uh, two big toes and then two legs. Uh, so that's four, latest count. And 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 honestly, to be honest with everybody, I just got news that that I'm probably going to have to have one of them kind of reamputated uh, because of uh, healing complications. Uh, and and you know that kind of happened this morning, so. My emotions are topsy turvy right now, but uh, but I can still say that hope still stands, and yes, Debbie Joe's a big part of that, and and my you know my, my daughter Jamie is a big part. Courtney's a big part. It's Cooper and Brady and fifteen grandkids. Those are all part of my hope. Uh, but honestly, you know when you're going through tragedies, uh, uh, surgical tragedies. As, as many men and women are going through listening to this uh, call surgeries of your, uh, you know, body parts, surgeries of your prostate, surgeries of your breast, surgeries uh, of, you know, various cancerous, you know, elements in human bodies, and then surgeries of the heart, which honestly, as I've counseled folks over the last 50 years, surgeries of the heart uh, can be the most uh, hurtful of all. Uh, 
and probably, you know, the pain that I'm going through this morning probably relates to probably, honestly, everyone who's listening is called because the world hurts. Uh, Jesus said uh, in John 16, 33, um, he said, in me, you'll have peace. In the world, you'll have tribulation. But take courage because I've overcome the world. And when I hear that promise of Jesus, folks, I can see Jesus saying it. I can see him standing before his disciples as he's on his way out the door to the garden to pray tears that become like drops of blood of agony and suffering emotionally, knowing that the next thing he's going to face is the flogging of the merciless Romans and the crucifixion of Rome. And I can see his beautiful eyes looking at his favorite people, now the 11, and saying, in me, man, you'll have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation. So don't be surprised, Joe White, when they, when they tell you difficult things about your body, cancers of various types and amputations of various types. Don't be surprised because I've overcome the world. And Shay, I can tell everyone listening, those who know me and those don't, that hope has been on trial the last two and a half years, and hope is on trial today. And as you go into the courtroom of pain and suffering, and some of you listening are, in, are suffering as I am, even in this Christmas season, because of tragedies in your home with loved ones, with children, with parents, with yourself, with failures in your life, and hope's on trial because when you're in the trial of pain and suffering, the enemy always shows up. Satan with an IQ of like 7,000, he always shows up. And folks, let me tell you, he shows up in my life almost every minute and sometimes every second, accusing me of things when I'm weak in my pain and suffering, accusing me when I'm weak and I might want to take a minute to feel sorry for myself, accusing me when I'm weak, when I forget to be thankful for the wheels on my wheelchair because so many folks in the world don't even have wheels on their chairs after their amputations, accusing me when I'm weak and start to, to, uh, to beat myself up, saying things like, well, God's probably through with me. Uh, I'm, I'm probably, uh, probably in receiving afflictions from God because of all my failures. He, he, he tells me all kinds of terrible messages, folks. I'm being transparent with you today because I think some of you listening understand what I'm talking about. But again and again, as I've, as I've just kind of fought through, you know, uh, uh, weeks of pain over the last uh, year and a half, they come and they go with surgeries. But hope still stands. And the first time it dawned on me this fall when I was fighting phantom pain after the fourth surgery, 
you know, tears just burst into my eyes when I said the words, hope still stands. Hope still stands. Even in the courtroom with the enemy accusing and beating me down, hope still stands. And I say that to you today, folks, hope still stands. Because the great cloud of depression, the great cloud of pain, the great cloud of, of surgical disappointments, it moves. Folks, it's not permanent. Pain and suffering are not permanent. Even if I die, I die in Jesus' arms. And so do you, believers. I've read the end of the story. And that's why hope still stands, because our hope is not in legs. Our hope is not in perfect bodies. Our hope is not in perfect marriages, although we all strive for those. Our hope is not in perfect parents because none of us are perfect kids. If you're listening, I'm probably the biggest failure of all. Seems like I fall every day, not serving David Joe the way I should, not being as, as kind as I should, not being there for my children as often as I should. You know, hoping in parents, hoping anything, actually, Proverbs 13, 12 says, makes the heart sick. But hope still stands. If my hope is in Christ alone, and I'll tell you today, it is. My hope is not in walking. My hope is not in prosthetics. People are like, when are you going to get prosthetics on your legs, Joe? And I look at them kindly and I say, you know what? I'm not waiting for prosthetics to be happy. Because hope still stands. My hope's in Christ and Christ alone. And I can face another surgery, and you can face another day. Because it's true, when our hope's in Christ, hope still stands. And so today, as you and I look forward to an incredible Christmas with our hope in Christ alone, and we go to the Christmas tree, not looking for presents, not looking for God to do something for us, just for what he's already done this Christmas, Shay. Hope still stands. Joe, thank you so much for your transparency. We hope for the families out there that Joe's story would be a conversation starter of what it looks like to place your hope in Jesus this Christmas season. In order to celebrate uh, the upcoming Advent, we'd love to invite you and your family to participate in some of our favorite Advent activities. And so this week, we encourage your family to cook up some hot cocoa and load up in your vehicle and head and look at some Christmas lights together and talk about hope. And uh, if you're anything like my family, you'll hope that they don't spill the hot cocoa all over your vehicle. As you eat your blob cookies, by the That's way. That's right. We're going to make blob cookies later in the Advent season. Just you wait. Can't wait. The revolution has begun. Well, friends, we just want to thank you for sharing time with us today. We hope today's conversation serves to fuel your I'm Third approach to the Christmas season. We'd love to pray for you and your family. Father, we come to you and we pray blessings over all those families out there all across the country and the world who are celebrating Jesus. 
We pray, God, that uh, they'd take special time this season to enjoy each other and to have conversations about things that matter. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. We hope today's conversation left you encouraged, strengthened, and empowered. If you hadn't had the chance, please subscribe to our podcast today to stay up to date with the latest episodes. If this podcast has helped you in any way, please consider rating us, writing a review, or sharing it with others so we can continue to build you up with an I'm Third approach to marriage, family, leadership, and spiritual growth. For more information about the podcast, visit canacuckpodcast.com. And for more information about Canacuck, you can visit canacuck.com.